Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, Episode 40, How to Manifest Your True Love with Jamie Bronstein. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I hope that everybody had an amazing pandemic-ish Thanksgiving that was safe and that you were able to find a little peace and comfort, whether you were alone or with family members, um, and that obviously you did everything in a safe and healthy way. We are now officially in December, and as we head into the new year, I like to do a show, and that's why we are, about basically having some control of your future and how to manifest your own true love. So our today's expert and guest is going to speak to us a little bit about that. Before we get into that, I want to remind everybody that this podcast is sponsored by Grande Cosmetics, the maker of Grande Lash MD, a variety of lip plumpers, and all really organic-ish type of uh, ways to enhance your appearance. Um, the Grande Lash MD is amazing for eyelash enhancement, helps your eyelashes get very thick and grow longer, um, just kind of helps your with your natural body's ability to do so. And then the lip plumpers are very, very organic in the sense that you don't need to see a plastic surgeon to look like a uh, bombshell um, and have kissable lips, which is amazing any time of year, um, especially with Zooms. I know you're probably thinking, oh, we're under a mask. And obviously the eyelashes are more important most days than not, but certainly on Zoom and FaceTimes and things like that. And when you're on a hopeful Zoom or FaceTime date, um, having the plump lips is obviously a perk as well. First, I want to give a shout out to Teacher Tales, who wrote in a nice review and gave us a five-star rating. So thank you so much. I just listened to the intro episode and the first official one and have to say I'm hooked. Mindy is funny, authentic, and a natural host. Solid and real dating advice are shared throughout, as well as real-life stories. It's an entertaining pod for anyone. 
not just those who are single. Go, Mindy. Thank you so much for that. And just wanted to kindly remind everybody to please rate and review because it means so much to me and and the show and having other people find us. So thank you. So back to today's guest. Um, Her name is Jamie Bronstein, and she is a relationship therapist, a relationship coach. And she also is the host of Love Talk Live, which is on Los Angeles Talk Radio. And I'm hoping that she's going to have me on her show in the very near future. We're working that out. She, and I'll let you know when I am, by the way. Uh, She was recently named the number one relationship coach transforming lives in 2020, recognized by Yahoo Finance. And for the last 20 years, Jamie has dedicated her expertise to helping people form around the world and navigate um, basically each other and dating and relationships and things of that nature. I'm so excited to have her on. We're going to dive into how to manifest your own true love, how to basically think it up, believe in yourself and make it happen through her knowledge as a spiritual psychologist. She's going to help us understand how to do that, especially when it comes to love. So I'm super excited to welcome Jamie Bronstein. Hi, Jamie. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from California. You're in LA, right? I am. I love it out there. So awesome. We're excited to have you. Thanks so much for having me today. I cannot wait to talk about my favorite topics. Yes, manifesting your true love. And I think that it's going to serve so many people well, especially this time of year, heading into the new year, people looking to obviously have New Year's resolutions. And I know for me, since I've been divorced every new year, I'm like, this is the year. (laughs) This is the year. Um, but I really think you have to put like some effort into it, not effort in the sense you have to go on dates. Obviously that's like, you know, a no brainer. You need to date, um, which is all what we're about here on the race for the ring, but also like do deep dives into your soul, into yourself, kind of figure out what you want, what you don't want and make it happen. But before we get into all of that, and you're going to give us the tricks of the trade so that we can kind of concoct our own fabulous love. Um, Can you share a little bit about yourself and how you became such a talented and celebrated dating coach and, um, you know, all of the good stuff that I just shared with all of our listeners? Sure. So I always like to say that I was destined to do this because my name in French means I love. J'aime, J-A-I-M-E. Well, in French, it's J apostrophe, A-I-M-E, means I love. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so I, there's, I feel like I was destined to do this work and I was great. I'm grateful that I grew up with a beautiful model of a loving relationship. My parents have been married for almost 50 years. So I grew up with that model. I became obsessed with psychology when I took my first psychology class in high school, could not get enough of it because to me, it made life make sense. It like, Everything just started making sense. And then fast forward, you know, bachelor's in psychology, then master's in social work. And so throughout my years of practicing psychotherapy, I realized that the clients that came in, the ones that either wanted a relationship or were already in one and it's not working, or were going through a breakup or divorce, were the ones that I just lit up and became alive for. So Why is that? Because you wanted to help them? Yeah, it's just, I literally, this is my life's work. I literally came to this earth to do this. I have such a passion for this. I I can't explain it. It just is like 
The only other thing that I'm always like, I, there's nothing else I want to do except for singing because I love singing. Oh my but god! Still, my soulmate. So singing. I don't know what this show is about, but as we were talking, all right. So, what did you say? You, I don't want to get off topic, but I love this thing too. And you said something else, and I was like, "Oh, I'm totally. That's me too." I don't remember what it was, but anyway, continue on. Okay, we're going to definitely have a, a long-lasting friendship after this show. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, my parents are, are going to be married fifty years. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. mazel tov. That is so beautiful. <laughs> You're Jewish like me. I'm sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. we'll have to have a joint simcha, a, a joint party or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So then I just, I, I, when I branded myself, when I, you know, I finally said like, you know, I'm only going to take relationship clients and I branded myself as the relationship expert. Personally, I don't love it because it sounds really cocky, but when I was looking for my website years ago, I was like, what is so clear? I want whatever it is to be so clear. When somebody sees my website, they know what I do. When someone hears about me, they know exactly what I do. And I can't, like, literally there are no words to express how much I love my job. Um, it sounds cheesy, but it is so rewarding to help somebody change their life, to change their perspective, to, to shift, to make major shifts, to help them love themselves and know that that is the key to everything in life, especially manifesting the right person for you. That's awesome. I love that. It's funny too, because I actually am going back to school for psychology in my non-spare time online yeah. in Pennsylvania in the fall. Um, I was supposed to start in the spring and I'm pushing it off just because I'm writing another book and things like that. But I want to be um, more for motivational like kind of stuff, not so much relationships, but I love it too. I've gotten super interested in it. And yeah. So anyway, we do have a lot in common. Well, right, ask so, me any questions at any point if you'd like to. I, I definitely will for sure. Um, um, okay, so let's get into it. How like people like I, I read the book The Secret years ago, and I know that you're supposed to do affirmations like every day. You're supposed to make a vision board, um, and you know look at these things that are meaningful or things that you want to have basically in your life. It's some shape in some shape or form. It's in some point in time. Um, I believe in that. I, I, I little probably a late bloomer with the vision board thing. I've never actually done one yet but i'm i'm planning to make one this weekend with my daughter because it, i think it would be something fun to do together um but let's talk a little bit about the power of that and and if, especially for the naysayers out there who might be like oh come on like say you want something and then you're just gonna get it like but there is truth to that correct and, and if so why oh my god it is so real it's it's scary how real the law of attraction is and it you know, i just mentioned that I help my clients learn how to love themselves, which it sounds on the surface, very service, let's say, you know, of course, I love myself, you know, but it's actually not it's it's deep work to learn how to love yourself. It's getting past the barriers that are preventing you from accessing your authentic self, your love for yourself, which and those barriers are negative self talk, limiting beliefs, anything from the past that's coming up, you know, I'm not deserving love. Um, so you're, you're changing, you're making these shifts in order to show up as who you are. And you have to show up as who you are if you're going to manifest your match. If you're walking around feeling like I'm not deserving of love and you're not loving yourself, how in the world can you manifest someone who's going to love you? Also, I am one of my favorite things that I do with my clients is I teach them how to get in touch with their intuition. 
because our intuition is the key to, to living an authentic, happy life, let's say. So you need to be able to trust yourself as you're navigating this dating journey. You know, anything that you feel, if you ever have to talk yourself in or out of something, if you have any doubts, it's a no. Okay. If you have to be talking yourself into something, it's a no. Talking yourself out of something, it's a no. And finally, I would just like to add, you know, you mentioned vision boards. Yeah. So I have something that I learned about and it's called an ideal scene. And I'm just going to warn you and your listeners that ideal scenes come true. Oh, I cannot wait to hear it happen. Okay. It's kind of like a vision board, but not. You get a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. In the middle of the piece of paper, you make a heart. And in the middle of the heart, it says, I am. Mm -hmm. And then you make spokes, all spokes of sentences all around the heart. Mm -hmm. Uh, as if it's actually happening. I am enjoying this amazing relationship with this guy who sees me and hears me and loves me no matter what. And I do the same for him. We are enjoying, me and my man, my my husband are enjoying a life of financial freedom. My husband and I are having so much fun together and any stress that comes up, we know how to work through it. Whatever it is, you make this and you put these spokes all around the heart uh-huh. It will come true. It will literally how, happen. How? And how often do you look at that? You do need to, I would recommend looking at it as much as possible. Maybe put it next to your bed at night. Mm-hmm. Take a look at it. Um, however, or in addition, the cool thing about the universe and spirit is that it always knows what's in your heart. So, you know, you mentioned intentions. If you set that intention for what you're looking for and what you want and what your heart desires, it isn't necessarily something that you need to tell the universe every single day. And actually the thing about um, focusing too much on something is that people actually focus on the fear of it not happening rather than it happening. So you just have to be careful and make sure you're focusing on it happening and not the fear that it's not going to happen. That's interesting. Now, we're going through some of the notes that I have because I did a little research knowing that obviously we was going to have you and your expertise to discuss these oh, things. Yes. And I think fear was one of the later things. Let go of your fear and um, and the pressures because I, like, I guess like if you manifest too much, if you will, um, or perhaps if you're, you know, not thinking about the correct things, um, you, you can create a lot of pressure for yourself. Like I need to be married by a certain age or I need to have babies by a certain age or I'm getting too old. I'm not going to be able to have kids or whatever it may be that puts additional unnecessary fear and pressure on, into the equation. I want to go backwards a little bit though. You had, I didn't want to interrupt you because I'm doing my best not to do that. Oh, you ask me any questions. <laughs> I have a tendency to do that in, in life, but it, so why not on this show too? But at any rate, you had said something about um, loving yourself and that actually with the show, the race for the ring, the ring can symbolize anything you want it to be for me. And when I created the name, it was more about self-love than an actual engagement ring. Although that's obviously nice to also obtain in the process. But, um, but when you're not feeling, um, good about yourself and when you have the, uh, ugly talk going in your brain, and you're not, I guess, presenting that self-love and exuding that, you know, that self-awareness and confidence. But you're not walking around slumped and you're not you're, you're pretending to be all of those things. How are you not attracting someone that would be a good 
I guess the, your ideal partner. Is, is that making sense? Am I yes. saying this? Okay. All right. Absolutely. And I know you're not a wizard. I'm just curious. Like if I'm curious, I'm sure our listeners are as well. Well, you said something so important, you know, it's kind of like you were saying that you're actually not showing up in this, in this scenario, this person is not showing up authentically because if they're not feeling good inside and they have this negative self-talk, these limiting beliefs, they're actually, but then they act like everything's okay. Of course, they're not going to manifest through the law of attraction, the right person for them, because they're not feeling good inside. So you can do that all day, every day, but it's never going to work until you really take that time to learn how to love yourself. But, but beyond that, it's like, why don't I love myself? you got to go back. You have to go back to your childhood. You have, and I don't believe I, I'm very big into being mindful and being present, not living in the past or the future. However, you have to do this work. It's not fun. You have to do this work to go back. Where did this start? Was it relationship after relationship after relationship that has made me feel this way? Was it a a parental figure when I was little? Was it my friend in the sandbox who told me I'm ugly? Like whatever it is, you have to go back. And then there's this forgiveness work. Mm-hmm. So you I need have to- an incident. Oh, go ahead. I, oh. There I go. Interrupting. Oh. I finished. I was going to okay. share something that I often think it was just so silly, but go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'll explain this and I want to hear what you have to say because maybe we can do some forgiveness work or something. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say. Well, but- I was going to say, I mean, I think, I, I think, I, I think I've always been confident and I think I've always loved myself, but I think I'm much more in love with myself now. And not only that, in a conceited yeah. way, obviously. Oh, I'm so in love with myself, but I think I, I'm much, I think I, I, I like myself and love myself more now than I did probably four or five years ago. Well, I'm just through being alone and doing my, I haven't really done a lot of digging with a therapist as of late, but I mean, I've gone through therapy periodically through my life, but, um, because I'm a believer in that. That's obviously why I'm going to psycho for, you know, go back to get my degree in it. But I, um, I, I think just having a lot of time to myself and like really realizing that I am able to accomplish different things and can stand on my own two feet all alone, raise two kids and like all of that. Like I just, you know, I, I, I feel more strong. I feel much more strong and I feel much more confident, but I have to say when I was <laughs> going, I have a very odd memory to remember vivid things. I mean, like things that I shouldn't remember because the things that I should remember, I, I sometimes don't these days. That's my age, I think. But I remember I was um, probably about four or five and I was at the JCC camp in Metro, New Jersey. Of course. And of course, was where else would I be? And yeah. um, we had carnival week, you know, like that's like when the, the, each week there was like a different theme in the state camp. So carnival week is like there's carnival games and it's like, it was like the week like to live for at this camp. Okay. So I, this was my first year at the camp. I was the first year I probably was eligible to do like a full day day camp. And I remember, I think they sent a notice home where my bunk was supposed to participate in the carnival week, like the next day. And you were supposed to wear your camp t-shirt so that they knew that you were part of the group. And my mom, whatever me and this other girl kira i'm so pathetic i even remember her name of course that makes sense to me it was wasserman me and kira 
didn't have our shirts. At least I had another person that was like with me. So anyway, we still went with the bunk and the, the counselors, like we all sort of did our own thing. And it was like a big space. And I remember like there was a different counselor that was in charge of one of the games that I was aligned to part play in. And she yelled at me and Kira, cause we weren't in our camp. So she, I think she thought we snuck in and like, we're just trying to have like carnival day when it wasn't our turn to have carnival day. And she kicked us out and I just remember feeling so ashamed and like, just so like, I don't know. And then I remember taking the bus home and all my friends on the bus, they had their face painted and they had all the little fun things. And my mom's like, I didn't even tell my mom the truth because I think I was, I didn't even do anything wrong, but isn't that weird? But I still feel like that hurt me a little bit and like I don't does that make sense as a therapist <laughs> like, no, like, that's so a weird thing but like I mean I've obviously had other incidents in my life too that like, had an impact over time but like that one definitely it was impactful even though it sounds like it shouldn't have been and I'm sure everybody thinks I'm nuts now so many questions like so I would if you're my client I would say what was the emotion that was going on that day were you mad at your mom you mentioned shame you felt ashamed but also like getting to the mom thing like were you were you judging her as being wrong for or a bad mom I don't think so I don't even even mad at your mom no I think I was more just I felt like I didn't fit in that's what it was like I felt like I was like excluded I didn't fit in I was kind of like not accepted basically. And I didn't want, cause I don't know. That's just, I think that it, that's what made me, that's how that event it impacted me. I think, okay, I mean, well, I feel like I fit in now, but like that definitely like hurt my, hurt me. Like it hurt a little bit of my soul. I think a little bit, if that makes sense. The great news is that you're ahead of the gang and that you weren't mad at your mom. Cause like most people would have been mad at their parent for this, but so that's great. Yeah. But yeah. you were, but you're, you're, thing is that you were really just focused on not fitting in feeling embarrassed and so I'm guessing that you're bringing this up because we're talking about as an adult like is there still part of you that feels like you're not good enough or that you don't belong or that you can't have this guy that you ideally would want because you don't have the t-shirt or, or something like that yeah maybe, maybe so kind of- yeah that's interesting I mean it's such a weird memory but it definitely like <laughs> definitely, yeah. that counselor definitely in carnival week definitely impacted me in some I guess because it was but also first, like incident I was so young you know a lot of the work that I do also is getting in touch with that little one inside the little Mindy inside you know like she was doing the best that she could and it's like loving her and knowing and telling her, like, I'm here, I got your back, I love you, you know, and then she tells you the same thing. So it's also about as an adult connecting with that little one inside who was hurting so much, because if we don't do that, that little girl, that little boy inside is still going to be hurting. That's interesting. So it's more, it's more than just forgiving things that happened in your past and dealing with them and accepting them, but also loving who you were back then. So if you didn't like yourself back then, you were maybe you were nerdy or maybe you were overweight and you didn't like the way you looked or all of that. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm like, we're doing this on video. Also, I'm like, yes, yes. I never realized that honestly, oh my God. Made it, like through the due diligence about your childhood. I mean, I guess I would have learned that in school eventually with my master's degree, but no, that's so interesting. Huh? 
because yeah, I mean, I can think of like, I think I was shyer back then and stuff like that too. And anyway, all right. So let's, well, let's I would say, <laughs> I would say that we are, sorry. we are always, <laughs> we are always doing the best we can with the tools we have at the time. And so it's about forgiving ourselves and forgiving the people in our lives for mm-hmm. anything and everything. That's so true. Okay. So let's assume, I mean, I think I've, you know, that incident probably is still part of me because I just vividly brought it back <laughs> to this conversation. But let's just say for, for argument's sake, like, you know, someone is, they do the due diligence and, you know, it's a, always a, probably a, a work in progress, but they they are feeling authentically content and happy and all of that. And, and then they go out into the world, right? And they're trying to find somebody. So let's talk about some of the things that they should be looking for in their attempt to manifest their true love. And not looks and it's not you know specific jobs or occupations you want your potential partner to have right it's like specific traits like kindness and I'll let you say but is that kind of what you're thinking so I actually have a, a short list of non-negotiables that Ooh, I love kind that. of global you know you definitely should pick some like maybe three non-negotiables that are specific to you but these are negotiable non-negotiables that can work for everybody and and it's something that you definitely want to manifest in a relationship. And mm-hmm. it stands for, it's CERT, C-E-R-T, so that you can be certain that you find the right one. Oh, so it's that. C is comfort. You feel comfortable with this person. Mm-hmm. E is for empathetic. They are empathetic with you. You can be empathetic with them. R is for respect. You guys respect each other. And T is for trust. And this is that you naturally feel like you trust this person but also you're trusting yourself and the universe. So C-E-R-T. In addition, I have a list of red flags that you want to avoid. And it's, okay. it's, it's avoid. It's A is arrogant. You want to avoid arrogant. V is vain or violent. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that? Oh, okay? violent. Yeah, violent. Yeah, is violent. Want- <laughs> no, thank you to the violence. Yeah. Um, o is out of control. I is intense let's say someone who's really intense um and d is someone an who- example of the intense and out of control um so out of control is just you get this sense that they they're like this um eruption they can erupt at any time you know uh-huh. you, ju- you don't want to be with like a hot-headed person someone who has like uh-huh. anger issues yes they can right. work on them um right. have them work on that before it you know they meet you um and then intense is just, um, I don't know, like for me, I, I dated this guy years ago when I lived in LA the first time, long time ago, and he was a talent agent and he was just, he could never chill and he was so full of anxiety and he just wasn't fun to be around. So like intense, like I'm a very relaxed, laid back person and yeah, I'm not expecting, I feel like, yeah, and yeah. And my husband, he is, I mean, I actually am relaxed and laid back, but yet I have like so much energy and he's kind of like more laid back than I am. Um, My point is that you just want somebody, you don't want somebody who just lets the stress of life and the stress of work get involved in your relationship because it like took away from us having fun. Yeah. D is someone who disrespects you. Who wants to not have fun? I mean, life isn't always fun, but like, you know, nine times out of 10, you want the person you're spending time with to be a stress reliever, not a stress creator, right? Exactly. I always say that your relationship should be the place where you find solace. 
mm-hmm. the end of the day, it should not be the, the place that is causing stress in your life. No, I know. Too true. I'm all about protecting my peace these days, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Every aspect yeah. of my life, my kids included in that. I'm like, oh, no, it's so true. Okay. I love that. Did we go through all of the letters? I didn't mean. Yeah. So no, D was I know the last one. On you a little bit with that. All right. That's good. That's respect. really good advice. So um, let's see. I'm going through some of the tips that I had researched. So being aware was another one in terms of creating your manifestation of, of someone who is um, ideal. Are there any, uh, like, I, I guess, tips in that department you might be able to bring to the table and offer our listeners about in addition to like the acronyms that you shared, like things that you would say you should be in tune to. Yeah. Well, getting back to intuition, Mm -hmm. you know, I said, that's my favorite topic. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you have, when you can cultivate a strong intuition, that means that you are connected with yourself so that you connect with other people better. So you need to be so connected with yourself. And I always recommend starting small, like, if you're at lunch, what should I have? The tuna salad or the falafel, you know, whatever you're going to have lunch. That sounds good. <laughs> Start small with these choices with, um, cause that's really how you get in touch with, cause at every moment of the day, there's always, there's constant choices. And so you need to use your intuition when you're dating. How am I feeling on this date? Um, am I having fun? Do I, you know, I mentioned comfortable. Do I feel comfortable? Do I feel alive with this person, etc. Mm-hmm. And so intuition also just in general, when you are manifesting, I believe that it's important to be able to visualize it actually happening, believing it's going to happen, surrendering, you know, letting go of a little bit of control mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just, just seeing yourself in that person's arms, happy. That was some of the research that I read too. They were saying that like you should actually like if you're cooking dinner by yourself, like pretend that your partner's with you and you're they're like you're chatting about your day and like having just a like loving conversation or you know just different things like that. I want to get back to the intuition though. I'm really yeah. bad at having intuition. I I'm trying to be more in tune with as trusting my gut. I actually had a whole episode on trusting your gut. I, up until recently, I'm like, I don't even know what that feels like to trust my gut. I don't know. And I was like, I'm a bad decision maker. That said, I can make quick decisions when it comes to my house or my business and things like that. I'm very good. But when it comes to me personally, should I move? Should I go somewhere? Like stuff like that. I'm like very bad, very, very bad. So can you share a little bit of um, advice for those of us who don't know how to do that? Um, And if you are choosing between the falafel and the tuna salad and you want both... Because at, at whatever time we're recording this, 5.48 p.m. on the East Coast, I'm starving. Because um, I ate lunch at 11. Um, and, and didn't have anything really since then. What, which one should you go with? Like, how do you okay, know? As you're saying that, I'm imagining, like, do I go with George or do I go with David? I just want them both. Like, that's, as you said, that I'm thinking, like, in your love, like, are you like, I can't decide. That would be a menage a Jim. Okay, so let's so let's go over this. Okay, so first of all, the great news is that we are all born with an intuition. So we all have it. Second thing, if you say to yourself, I'm bad at my intuition, you're going to continue to be bad at your intuition. Okay, true. You need to believe 
that you have the ability to get in touch with yourself. And let's just say we're at a restaurant. Okay. You know, some people, they ask the waiter, which one, which one's better? You know, no, you just need to ask yourself, what am I more in the mood for? Because the truth is that we'll, we'll do the falafel and tuna slash George and David, George <laughs> or David. Mm-hmm. If you close your eyes and you just get quiet for a second, you mm-hmm. always know the answer to everything. If you ask yourself, what will make me happy in this moment? What will make me happy? Which one, which one do I like more? There's always an answer if you just allow yourself the space and the time and the quietness. Okay. So right. I that. would challenge you, and I am going to challenge you. Like, okay, please do. Start. First of all, you have to, like I said, you have to shift. You have to make that shift and say, I am good at focusing. I'm good at connecting with myself. Okay. I actually do know what I want for myself. You have to like make that shift and then actually start practicing it. Okay. All right. So let, and then I have another question. So um, kind of in the intuition like arena. So there is a guy, I use the word dating. I mean, I've gone on maybe three. Is his name George years. or David? No, his name is neither. Okay. Sean? <laughs> no, no. Okay, so there's a guy you're dating. Sean's my middle name. Did you say Sean? No. What did you say? You said George or David. Oh, no, they're not. Not either George. I say you've okay. got a, a, a third name. No. Okay, go on. No, no, no. He's going to name, he's going to be anonymous. So, so he, and he's a really nice guy. I mean, we actually have a lot in common um, and all that. So he's cute. His dad lives in New York. Um, I went, I went on a first date. I went on the first date and I was like, I'm never going on another date with this guy. Like, whatever. It's just research for the show. It's like sort of how I think when I- Yeah. <laughs> so we had lunch and that was the end of that. Then um he was very persistent to have a second date. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna give him a chance because he was really nice, you know. And he was very like, Oh, I'll work around. I'm very hard, like, especially I wasn't really interested to go out with him, but yeah. I wasn't gonna be back in the city anytime soon because it was like right around the Jewish holidays and stuff. This is a while ago. So finally we go on the second date. The second date was actually good. I like, mm-hmm. not that the first date was bad. I just was like, not into him. The second date, I was more into him. And I was like, okay, I'm going to give him a chance. Cause I really do like him. And I sticking with what you were saying, how do you feel in the moment? In the moment of that day, I was like enjoying his company. We had a really good conversation. We were, he was really nice and like, he's in a similar field as me. So we were like kind of talking about swapping contacts because he's, whatever it's I don't want to get into all that but I I like that because we can kind of filter business into some stuff Mm -hmm. mix business with pleasure but I I'm all about my company and like work I'm a workaholic so like I find that to be attractive so I liked all that and then we were supposed to have a third date and honestly I canceled it because I I had to do something else and well, I didn't have to. That's a lie. I wanted to do something okay. else. So, um, but I canceled him. And then he was like open to doing another date. And then I wound up not coming into the city. And now we're supposed to have this other date. And I'm like, but sticking with what you said before. So in the moment, I was happy. Out of the moment, not so much. So <laughs> what would you say my intuition should tell me? Oh, okay. So First of all, can we rewind for a second? And where, when was this all? Like, could there possibly still be a third date? Or is that, I need to know this. No, I mean, there could be. I just have other things that I want to do more. And eventually there could be a third date. 
Okay. I might, uh, my, my time is very, very limited. That's the problem. Jame. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Jame, my, 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 my time's limited. So I'm only in New York part-time. I live in New Jersey part-time. So either way, whoever I date in either area, it's only going to be here and there, right? That's just my way it is for me. I have my kids. I never like, you know, they're usually with me in New Jersey, certainly. So like there's that. And then I have a lot of like um, in PR in addition to having this awesome podcast, I have a PR firm. So I'm very, very busy with meetings and work and I oh, bring yeah. this book and like, I don't have a lot of wiggle room to have quote fun. I mean, obviously if I fell in love with somebody, I'd make the time, but I'm not in love with this guy. And then there's like other things. Like I wanted to, you know, meet up with a couple girlfriends I haven't seen and like stuff like that. Like to me, that's more fun than hanging out with this other guy. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. I do just want, I do want to make sure that you are carving out time for fun. Cause you're like fun, fun. Like you are allowed to have fun. I don't care how old you are. Like everybody in life forever until you die, you should be having fun. Be better with that. I, I don't have a lot of fun. I, I mean, I, I do. Have to do this. I have to do this <laughs> with my I work a ton and because I love my work like you, yeah. to me it doesn't feel like work a lot of time. Yeah. So, yeah. But the reality is it's work and yeah, you do need to have yeah. And like I, I was saying, I need to remind myself of this also because we, you know, we are so busy as adults. However, the fun never has to stop. And so you, you do need to, you are allowed to have fun and you should carve out that time. So with the guy, I feel like at least one more date just to make sure because okay. it was like not happy, then happy on the second date. And then, so let's just see. Okay. And I mean, it doesn't have to be soon. Like, make it happen at some point. Like, don't feel like it has to be next week, but I would right. say do, do three dates. You know, my husband always says like, he needs to watch a show three times. He gives it three times. So oh, like, that's a, okay. give it, um, give yeah. it I'm another date out of the gate. Like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> if you knew for sure, if you were like, for sure, he's not my guy, he's not my person. Then yeah. duh, like, do not do another one. But if you're not sure, and do it one more time and you can do that. Yeah. I'm not sure. I guess I'm, I'm talking to some other people that I find to be a little bit more I didn't exciting, them, but like a little more excited. About Intrigued. Yeah, I think it was just, I don't know. It's like weird because I haven't met them. It could be like totally not, but I guess just based on pictures and like, the, oh, I don't know. but this is what I wanted to say also. Oh, when you're dating, when you're dating. you have to be selfish, meaning that if you are not happy on a date, you don't have to sit there for two hours. Go. Yeah. If it's a drink date, go buy. This is what I used to do, like, like before my husband. I would go if I wasn't sure about the date. I'd okay. buy my, I'd buy myself my glass of wine if it was a drink date. I'd sit at the bar so he'd, I get there first. So he'd come oh, that's in. A good idea, because I'm so, like, I always want to do that, and I'm always told no. Okay, yeah. so you get there first, and you're already there, and you can get your own drink, and you don't already feel paid for it. Great so advice. that I don't have to wait for him if, if I'm not into it, like for him to like, like the bill, call they, the guy over. Yeah. yeah and then it, if it's really a no, you just say, I'm so sorry. I have to get up early tomorrow, whatever it is to protect, to just take care of yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now with guys that I, I love that. I'm totally implementing that. that No, because I, (laughs) I only recommend that if it's a guy who you're not sure about, if it's a guy that like, well, then you continue on, obviously you continue and do like the whole mind, but yeah, no, that's great advice. Cause I always feel like, Oh my God, it's a whole night, you know, and maybe not a whole night, but like a, a drink isn't always an hour. It could be two or, then they start ordering if food you, and like if more you're not happy. Time. If you're not happy, you leave. You need to take care of yourself. It is a dating is an investment of time. Yes. And you're saying you don't have extra time. So if you're not happy, you very sweetly say, Thank you so much for meeting me tonight. You know, I have to get up early tomorrow. I'm sorry. Or I don't feel well. Whatever you want to say. You have yeah. to take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I usually give them a heads up. I have to get up early the next day before I even get there. All right, even better. Great. <laughs> Which is probably not very nice. It's okay. Time it's the truth, though. But whatever. It's okay. Uh, this is great. This is really good advice. Is there anything else before we wrap up? Um, because we're I can't believe we're out of time. Um, in regards, to, I like what you're the I am. I like that actually better than a vision board. I'm. What did you call that again? It's called an ideal scene. Okay. I love that. That's great. Yeah. And if you want me, if you want me to look over it, send me, just do like a screenshot or whatever. I'd be happy to look over it. Yeah. I love that. The last thing I just wanted to touch on really quickly is um, claiming what you want as a part of the whole manifesting your true love that this article is basically saying that people tend to claim their and accomplish their goals and, you know, become fierce about them. And I mean, I look at that as how we act and work basically. Like we, at least for myself, I set goals. I usually achieve them or find new roads, you know, to, to get close to the goal. Um, maybe the goal changes slightly, but I'm very driven. So I usually eventually will get there at some shape or form. Um, but just setting your sights on something and moving there no matter what. So if you have a bad date, you go on another date. Not this, but the same bad date, a new bad date. Right, <laughs> right. bad date or a good date. Um, and then just continuing the momentum until you get the prize, until you get your ring, not the engagement ring, but whatever that prize looks like for you. So what some tips and some pieces of advice that you can share with everybody in, in regards to that? Because that's so much easier said than done. It's so much easier to just take a hot bath and read a good book. And then if you had like a bad experience on a date, it was like, you know, annoying, awful date, waste of your time kind of thing. Although, if you order your own drink and pay for it in advance, like Jamie's saying, we it's <laughs> so much better. Quickly, I love, 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 love that. Usually, I'm late, so that rarely happens. But now I'm going to change my tune. I'm going to be early. <laughs> yes, it's worth it. All right, so go ahead. Go okay, ahead. so two things I want to say. One thing you were talking about um, getting what you want, and here's the thing about the universe, spirit, the angel, whatever it is. God, okay, gives you what you need, not necessarily what you want. And so to be open to that, that if plan A doesn't work out, Mm -hmm. that there's a reason. If this guy doesn't work out, I always say rejection is protection. You know, just trust Mm -hmm. there's a reason. Mm -hmm. So to let go of the reins, it it has to be a certain way with this guy. It has to be a certain way with this job opportunity, whatever it is, just to trust if it doesn't work out then it's for a reason. And that kind of brings me to the second thing I was going to say, which is having no attachment to the outcome. So when you are manifesting what you want, but I'd like to say what you need, what you're going to trust the universe gives you what you need 
is having no attachment to the outcome. And that's whether it's you're sending a text and you're like hoping you get a response, but you just stay neutral. Or you're on a date and you hope there's going to be another date. Or you hope you're in a relationship and you hope it works out. It's once again, letting go, surrendering and trusting and having no attachment to the outcome because whatever the outcome is going to be, if you can be in that flow of life like that, will be what you need, not necessarily what you want. That's awesome. Is that realistic? Do you you find that people can actually do that? 100%. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that is the best way then. Yeah. It's the best way to live. Yeah. Yeah. It takes the pressure off of you also. Like it has to happen. Well, I'm going to do everything I can to make it happen. But at that point, I'm just going to trust. Yeah. 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 All right. I love that. Okay. So let us, let everybody know how they can find you and where we can see you on social media and all that good stuff. Sure. So social media, my Instagram is the relationship expert, but it's just the X. So it's the relationship and then the letter X P E R T. My website is the relationship expert.com the way it's spelled. Um, And then my radio show is called love talk live on LA talk radio. I post those episodes on my website, um, on Instagram sometimes, and then also it's on the LA Talk Radio website and app. That's fantastic. I'm also on like Twitter and now I'm on TikTok. Yes, I am. And <laughs> um, etc. But all that information will be on my website, therelationshipexpert.com. All right, awesome. All right, well, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. So do I race for the ringers out there. I'll speak for them. And um, I can't wait to be on your show too. Yay! I'm so excited we're going to schedule that. And I also wanted to offer to your listeners that I'm offering a 30-minute mini sesh. So anybody who wants to talk about anything, um, just email me at jamie j-i-m-e the relationship expert at gmail.com all right that's fantastic. Set that up. that's that's great thank you so much you guys should definitely take advantage of that because i just had my own little mini session it was amazing ah! <laughs> okay all right thank you very much I'll thank talk to you, you for having more. me today okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Getting ready in the mornings looks completely different now. Whether you're waking up and heading into the next room for a Zoom meeting or grabbing a mask when you grab your coffee thermos to head out the door, there is no denying it. It's different than it was last year. But thankfully, no matter where you're headed, Grande Cosmetics has something for you to accentuate the features above your mask. Grande Cosmetics, known best for their cult favorite lash enhancing serum, Grande Lash MD, creates beauty products with benefits from their Grande Drama Intense Thickening Mascara with castor oil to their Grande Brow Brow Enhancing Syrup with peptides and vitamins for thicker, fuller looking brows. Grande Cosmetics enhances your natural beauty. Find their products at grandecosmetics.com. That's Grande with an E on the end, just like your Starbucks order. Also available at Sephora, Ulta, Morphe, Macy's, and Salon Professionals at Salon Centric.
The Race for the Ring listeners can enjoy 15% off their total purchase at grandecosmetics.com with the code PODCAST. That's PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, redeemable at grandecosmetics.com, which will be valid through December 31st, 2020. Happy shopping! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.